Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1670, Diversifying Your Emergency Fund by Kevin of FinancialPanther.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I read to you and to myself, frankly, from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet every single day. Do you have a question you'd like answered here on the show? Go ahead and send it over to finance at oldpodcast.com and you will hear from me soon. But for now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Diversifying Your Emergency Fund by Kevin of FinancialPanther.com Diversification is the bedrock of good financial principles. As the saying goes, you never want to keep all of your eggs in one basket. This all makes logical sense. The world is a complicated place full of unknowns. And since none of us can see into the future, the best we can do is go into the future as prepared as we can be. Diversification, when you think about it, is basically the art of creating backup plans. We don't know what the world will throw at us on any given day, but if one thing doesn't work out, we can at least have other options. I like to have a lot of backup plans in place. When I quit my job a few years ago to work for myself, I gave myself a bunch of backup options in case things didn't work out. And just as I have backup plans for my career, I also have backup plans when it comes to my money. One area where I like to have a lot of different backup plans is with my emergency fund. Instead of one emergency fund, I have multiple layers of emergency funds, each working on top of the other. Here are the three types of emergency funds I have and how they all work together. The traditional emergency fund. The first layer of my emergency fund is what you'd call your traditional emergency fund. This is simply money I keep in the bank. If something goes wrong, I have money set aside that I can easily use. The most straightforward place to keep your emergency fund is in a regular high yield savings account. Ally, Discover, or Marcus by Goldman Sachs have excellent high-yield savings accounts with no fees or minimum balance requirements. If you don't want any hassle, you can put your emergency fund in any of these accounts and be perfectly fine. Personally, I think the traditional emergency fund advice is a bit too boring for me. Plus, I don't like keeping a huge amount of cash earning essentially no interest. Instead, I've opted to get the best of all worlds by utilizing a mega high yield savings account strategy. 
These are bank accounts that offer three to 5% interest, but come with some limitations and require some initial setup work that's a bit more involved compared to your traditional savings accounts. Between me and my wife, we have 17 different bank accounts earning three to 5% interest. Importantly, these are all FDIC insured accounts, so there's no risk of loss. In a way, my emergency fund also doubles as a sort of bond allocation in my overall portfolio. A few things to note about my different emergency fund bank accounts. NetSpend, Aceelite, Western Union, HEB, and Brinks are all part of the NetSpend family of savings accounts and are capped at $1,000 in each account earning 5% interest. I have five of these accounts and my wife has five of them. DCU earns 6.17% on up to $1,000. I have one for me and one for my wife. Service Credit Union has two good savings accounts, one that offers 5% interest on up to $500 and another that earns 3% interest on up to $3,000. HM Bradley has a 3% interest savings account, but it does require a monthly direct deposit to activate that 3% interest. The key thing about H.M. Bradley is that they give you 3% interest on up to $100,000. And Port is another potential option for 3% interest on up to $15,000, although I don't personally use them at the moment. There's a lot that goes into these mega high yield savings accounts, and I've written a couple of long posts that detail how these accounts work. Definitely give them a read if you're looking for a good emergency fund hack that most people don't know about. So that's the first layer of my emergency fund, the basic emergency fund. If you wanna keep it simple, you can put your emergency fund into a traditional high yield savings account. But if you wanna supercharge it, then follow my emergency fund strategy. The side hustle emergency fund. The second layer of my emergency fund is what I like to call my side hustle emergency fund. For most of us, the main purpose of our emergency fund is to serve as a buffer in the event of a job loss. A lot of other things that we think of as emergencies, like cars breaking down, home repairs, etc., are really expected expenses that you probably should budget for. The time you really need an emergency fund is when you've lost your income and need the money to hold you over until your income returns. A side hustle emergency fund does exactly that, providing a way for you to earn income and buffer yourself against income loss. So what exactly is a side hustle emergency fund? I basically think of it as all of the income generating activities you have outside of your day job. The key is to set up these side hustles before you need them, because when things get tough, you don't want to find yourself scrambling to find a side hustle or spend time ramping up. What makes the side hustle emergency fund interesting is that it basically gives you a sort of income floor that you can use to stretch your traditional emergency fund a bit further. If you have a six month emergency fund, for example, being able to bring in a thousand or $2,000 per month could allow your traditional emergency fund to last a few extra months or even longer, depending on how much you need to spend each month. Making an extra $1,000 in a month isn't difficult to do either that's about $33 per day. In today's world, anyone can make an extra $33 per day, especially if you've prepared in advance. The credit card emergency fund. The final layer of my emergency fund includes points and miles I've earned from credit cards. 
Most people don't think of points and miles as money, but that's really what they are. These are currencies that have an actual cash value. Indeed, the points and miles I currently have are easily worth between $10,000 and $20,000. That's a lot of value I have sitting in my rewards balances. Not all points and miles are created equally, however. Some are easier to turn into cash or cash equivalents compared to others. Still, at worst, you can use them for flights and hotels, which are things you might need if you're in a pinch. And in many cases, if you absolutely need to, you can turn them into cash. Take my own example of how I've been converting my points to cash. My Chase Sapphire Reserve currently allows me to cash out my Chase Ultimate Rewards points at 1.5 cents per point for groceries, restaurants, and home improvement stores. This isn't a normal benefit, but they've had this feature since last year. So for nearly a year now, I haven't had to pay for groceries or restaurants. If you found yourself in a tight spot, having a cache of credit card points can make a big difference and allow you to stretch your traditional emergency fund longer if needed. Final thoughts. I like having different layers of my emergency fund. It gives me comfort to know that I have money in the bank, money coming in if I need it, and points and miles that I can turn into money as needed. Is it necessary to diversify your emergency fund like this? I'd say no, it's not necessary. If you wanna keep things simple, that's totally fine. My own system sort of happened by accident, but it's one that works out well for me. You just listened to the post titled Diversifying Your Emergency Fund by Kevin of financialpanther.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. This is the first I'm hearing of mega high-yield savings accounts, so I absolutely took the bait and read the other articles that Kevin has written on the topic. What I learned is that all of these accounts limit how much you can earn at that mega high-yield interest rate. 
you'll typically be able to earn 5% interest on up to $500 or $1,000 for each savings account. There are enough of these accounts that you can open up multiple accounts earning these rates, which allows you to earn mega high-yield rates on more significant sums. So for instance, Kevin has a $33,000 emergency fund spread across nine different accounts. The bulk of it is stored in an HM Bradley account, earning 3% interest. Some of these mega high-yield savings accounts require more setup work, and others require you to automate certain transactions in order to keep the accounts fee-free. When I read through the requirements to open each account, which include things like minimum monthly deposits in an attached checking account, becoming a member of a certain organization, etc., I decided this is probably too much hassle for me. While the higher interest is appealing, I'm not sure I want to take the time to monitor each account to make sure I'm following the rules that will allow me to enjoy that higher interest. I take a mostly simple and minimalist approach to how I manage my money. And I worry that adding more accounts and layers of complexity might create a scenario where the juice isn't worth the squeeze. That should do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. I'll be back tomorrow as usual. So I'll see you there on the Wednesday show where your optimal life awaits.